Well, a good day to you. Welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. I'm Jerry Usher, along with Debbie Giorgiani, and we have the show team today. We have in place our producer, Ace McKay, our call screener, Matt Gabensky. Jeff Burson is going to be on top of your social media chats and get some of those comments over to us. And we are delighted that you are with us as we are now a couple of days into Thanksgiving week, Debbie. That is true. And everybody's preparing and uh, last minute trips to the grocery store and stuff like that and uh, travel. Everybody's getting ready to travel to see family and friends. How wonderful is that? A beautiful time to make memories and spend quality time with the ones we love. But we're asking today, who do you know that is the life of the party? Who in your circle of friends is the life of the party? You don't, if if they've done something embarrassing, you don't have to out them, but just highlight their personality and why you feel they are the life of the party. Um, Maybe um, they've uh, always been known as the life of the party and you're thinking, I don't know about this. You know, they keep doing that to themselves. They keep making themselves the center of attention and it's not really working really well. We want the details. So who do you know is the life of the party? We'd love you to call in. Um, You'll see how this weaves into your spirituality and also maybe helps for your Thanksgiving uh, conversations at 833-288-3986. Yeah, you know, as I was pondering this topic, <clears throat> I actually came at it at uh, from a little different angle, sure. and that is, you know, every party has someone who kind of tells the, the the good jokes and and really kind of gets everybody laughing and so forth. Sometimes it's the host, so maybe you know someone who's a host or a hostess of just some of the best parties that you go to. Um, we would love to hear about that, how they get creative. A lot of people get creative in how they, they put on parties and are the life of the party. Maybe it's you. Maybe you like to, when you attend a gathering, especially around the holidays, maybe you like to be the one who tries to lift the spirits of other people. 833-288-EWTN is the number, 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. So, Jerry, you know me um, for you've known me for a long time, and we've worked together in ministry. And you know that I just don't like cocktail parties at all. I don't like small talking. I really just don't. It's just not my thing. Uh, I like to go deep, very fast about God, and um, you can't seem to do that in the atmosphere of a cocktail party, especially when there's alcohol involved. But I do recall many parties I've been at where the life of the party there was alcohol infused. And so then they became the life of the party, and it usually wasn't very um, pretty, and they usually had a lot of apologies the day after uh, for maybe some of the things they said or did. And um, But it was funny at the time, but I don't know if it's it's really that, that cool of a thing. But there's all, all sorts of angles to the life of the party um, and what it means for you and the definition of the life of the party. I think that's what Jerry was getting at, and I love that idea, all the different angles, because that's how we roll here on Take to with Jerry and Debbie. So you don't have to be Catholic to call in. Here's how easy it is. You just dial this number, 833-288-3986. You speak to Matt Gabinski. He's so great to talk to. I mean, Jerry and I talk to him after the show just because we can. I mean, that's how wonderful he is. And you chat with him. He'll put you on hold. You'll get to listen live. And then you'll tell us if you're the life of the party or you want to share about somebody else that you know and love that has always been the life of the party. Now, I will tell you, Jerry, I have been accused of being the life of the party um, at times. 
But that's just because I have a quirky sense of humor. I really mm-hmm. do. I mean, I find <laughs> I find everything funny. It's not good, you guys. This is why I got in trouble with the nuns in Catholic school. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I need to do a show on that someday. That I got in trouble? <laughs> yeah. Well, I passed. Just I did joking. really well. Yeah. Hmm? No, of course. Well, maybe Take Two Family, as you're listening today, heading into the holidays, um, it is that season of the year when parties do happen. You get in, you get invited. Maybe you put, put one on yourself. Um, let us know how you feel in general about holiday parties. Like Debbie just said, she's not real keen on cocktail parties simply because her, her pet peeve, I guess, is you know the small talk that takes place. But maybe you, uh, maybe you love to go to those parties and uh, just to find out how other people are doing in their lives and their families and their marriages and their relationships and their faith with God. Maybe you prefer to sort of stay close. Maybe you're a wallflower, you know. Maybe you sort of uh, prefer to stay out of the, the crowd a little bit. How do you feel about holiday parties? in general and do you do you put one on and if so you know who are the types of people that you normally would invite to your holiday parties these are some of the things we can discuss on today's topic 833-288-EWTN 833-288-3986 and just to remind everyone um, if if you can um, feast days are very very important in, in the Catholic Church um, it's very important that we call our mind to those to those days and really, you know, try to get to mass if we can. If we can't physically get to mass, we have EWTN that has us covered on radio and television with mass. But today is the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Beautiful, beautiful feast day. So keep that in mind because I think when we when we uh, um, keep our thoughts on God. At all times, I think that is gonna it's gonna benefit all of us going through this crazy thing called life. So, um, and there are a lot of parties. Let's face it, there are a lot of parties we're gonna be invited to, or 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 events that we're gonna have to attend, and um, we may not, you know, know who's there or or what we can say or what we, you know, can do and and things like that because we all kind of come from life at a different in a different. Uh, position in a different point, and especially our spiritual lives. And I know that we know, Jerry and I know this because we have the life coaching ministry, Stand Tall. By the way, you can find us at standtalltoday.com. Get your free consultation. Um, we know this from life coaching that a, a lot of you are very um, hesitant to to meet up with your your friends and family members because you've grown spiritually, um, your 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 outlook on life has changed, and you don't want to ruin relationships. And it's kind of uh, we're we're kind of in some really um, you know difficult times in this in this life. And so let's talk about it because the life of the party you'll see how that weighs into what we're going to uh, come into during the holidays. And so it's very important we know how to be kind and, and be, and, and be compassionate because everybody's walking. Um, you know, I just think it's a messy life, Jerry. You know, I think of you all the time when you say, I love the wreckage that is me. You know, we're all flawed and we're all trying to get through life. What do you say to that? I say amen to that. And I say, take two family. Let's make this another great Thanksgiving week broadcast. Who do you know? That's the life of the party. What about maybe that's you? How do you feel about holiday party gatherings in general? Do you get chances to share your faith? 833-288-3986. So good to have you with us here on this Tuesday broadcast, the Feast of the Presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
That is not when she and Joseph presented Jesus. That is when her parents presented her to God in the temple. So we always love celebrating our Blessed Mother. And on her feast day, we're talking today about the life of the party. And uh, do you know someone who is? Have you been that? Maybe there's somebody in your life that you, you know, you don't really see them a lot. Maybe it's once a year at a holiday party or something, and you really look forward to reconnecting with that person. It's when we talk about life, maybe it's a life-giving encounter for you just to see somebody that you know and you love, but you don't get a chance to see that often. And you really grow and you, it just feeds you on many levels. 833-288-3986. We'll start your calls in a moment. I want to tell you, though, keep in mind, yeah, we are, we are about to hit the Advent season. A lot of people love to do their Christmas shopping ahead of time, and we always encourage you, please, do some of that Christmas shopping at EWTNRC.com. That's for Religious Catalog. And they have a delightful book that helps children reflect on God's blessings in their lives. It's called Good Night, Jesus. It's got soothing repetition, captivating images that convey the importance of faith and family, friends and fun, and, of course, the most important thing, a personal relationship with Jesus. This book, Good Night, Jesus, will awaken the young hearts in your family to the consoling joy of God's love for them as they learn to rest in Jesus' arms close to his heart. Sure to become a family favorite, so get yours. It's available now at EWTNRC.com. Good Night, Jesus, it's called. Free standard shipping for online orders, $75 or more in the continental United States. Just use code FREE when you check out. Very good. I love that angle that you introduced. And actually, I think it was Ace McKay, our producer, that suggested it as well. It's somebody you look forward to. Um, Somebody that you haven't seen maybe for half a year or entire year. And then the holidays come around and you're like, oh, I can't wait to see Uncle so-and-so. He's so cool. And he tells all these great stories and he has these great jokes. I love that. Is there somebody you're looking forward to? Okay, before we get to the phones, please call in. Um, We have some open phone lines. If you feel prompted by the Spirit. Again, you don't have to be Catholic to call in. We consider you part of the Take-Two family, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So give us the details. Um, you don't have to out anyone. Just uh, give us some of the some of the inside scoop of your family and those that are the life of the party. We just want to know. 833-288-3986, because we care. Okay, so th- this has nothing to do with the topic. But I just want to ask you a question. So do you, do you Jerry Usher, say presentation or presentation or do you say both in different ways i'm just curious because you i noticed Um, you said a different you said presentation i think i think i'm not sure i don't remember how i said it i think i said presentation you said presentation okay it's this tomato tomato thing really gets me as Mm -hmm. i get older have you ever you know (laughs) there's always so many ways there's a british way of saying things the american way of saying things and anyway i just there was no reason i was asking that just that it popped into my head Okay. Yeah, I, I think I say presentation, but... Very cool. Well, I want to be like you when I grow up, so... Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. you need to aim higher. <laughs> Did you hear, see what Matt Gabinski said? That would be a good show topic on, on how yeah. to pronounce things. Yeah, sure. let's do that. Mm-hmm. Ace McKay, our wonderful producer, can you make a note of that for 2024? We'll put that on the calendar. Okay, Jer. All right, again, life of the party, parties in general... 833-288-3986. Your feelings, your thoughts, your insights, your experiences. Maybe you, you like to be, not so much for attention grabbing, but you like to be the life of the party to uplift other people's spirits. Or you know someone who does. 
288-288-3986. It's your show, so let's make it a good one. Mary in Amarillo, Texas is listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network today. Hi, Mary. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Sure. Um, my story is I was married to the life of the party, which can be difficult for a wallflower like me. But uh, long divorce and still great friends, and this man is still the life of my party. We share a son together, and we're still a family, and uh, God has blessed us, in spite of the divorce, with being able to share joy and fun because of this life of the party, and Mm -hmm. we had a name for him, which was more fun than a barrel of randy. A barrel More, of what, Mary? What? I didn't catch that. A barrel of randy's, because that's his name. Oh, a barrel of randy's. <laughs> you know, there's okay. more fun than a barrel of monkeys, and we sure. say, well, that's more fun than a barrel of randy's, and I lived with a barrel of randy's, which was wow. trying and a blessing and still a blessing, and it's just, it's kind of a, I like I like the topic because being married to the life of the party can be very difficult, mm-hmm. and you just have to look on the bright side and laugh at the joke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you just mentioned jokes, Mary, and I was going to ask if you're, you know, comfortable sharing, you know, what what is it about Randy that makes him... Uh, maybe it's his personality. Um, maybe he does have a lot of jokes. Is there anything, one, one or two things in particular you can point to? And you can say, this is why, this is what makes him someone who can really liven up a party, maybe lift other people's spirits, and really be that life of the party that you're talking about. I, I think it may have to do with the fact that he's a Christian. He loves God. And he's he's great cook. That's part of it too. But mm-hmm. but he he just really loves people, yeah. and he loves to make people laugh. And he just finds a way to make you laugh. Good. So, a couple questions. I'm just curious, Mary, if you have a few a few more minutes with us. Um, where does he rank in his family? I'm just curious. Uh, does he have siblings? He, he has siblings, all sisters, middle child. He's a middle, okay. And um, is his, it does, you said he's a good cook, so he's probably in the kitchen, he's cooking, he's enjoying that, and then uh, out uh, comes the cheer, the joy, the laughter, just from that, or is, is any of that you know, alcohol infused at all? Or I'm just curious, or does he need anything like that? Or is he just like that on a regular basis? Alcohol infused, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the interest, so it sounds like he really enjoys life. He does, it sounds like he doesn't go overboard. He doesn't kind of cross the line or in, you know, and be, you know, uh, offend anyone, right? It's it's more, you use the word joy. So it sounds like everybody walks away laughing. He he embarrasses our son, but he's embarrassed me so many times that I, I finally and I told our son I said we're not responsible for him <laughs> for his behavior because he's just having a good time and 
So it's it's right. all just it's all just fun. Sure. Sure. Well, and the only reason I was getting at that is because I think there's a, a definite art to being the the um, the life of the party. And I I have been uh, with the work that I've done in ministry and, and at the parish level. Of course, there's a ton of events. You know, you have parent events, you have teen events, retreats, all sorts of things. So you're constantly gathering, and there's and there's food and stuff like that, especially when you're at the parish level. And then, um, of course, in ministry on on Catholic media as well. And I have been in, at events where somebody at the like you're saying your 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 former husband um, is is the life of the party and he's wants to make everybody laugh. I've been and Jerry, you know where I'm going with this. We've been at we've been at um, events where everybody walks away happy, and then some people. Uh, I've been at events where some people walk away and they're just scratching their head, going, "What were they thinking? Why would they say that? Why would they do that?" Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm just curious as to where in your situation where it falls. Because I think there's a definite art to be in the life of the party. Would you agree with that, Mary? Yeah, I, probably their spouse who's walking away, scratching their head, going, why did they say that? <laughs> because, uh, I mean, I used to, we used to go to a lot of events together, and I would kind of about halfway dread them. I mean, they were nice events with good food, you know, fun things. But I'd be like, oh, what is he going to say? But whatever he would say, everybody else loved it, and I'd be going, "Oh, <laughs> oh, <Right>. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah." Well, Mary, you were gracious to call in and mm-hmm. share what you did on the program today. We sincerely appreciate that. And if you uh, get to uh, any parties um, during this coming holiday season, and Randy is there, we hope that he uh, does have you laughing and everybody else as well. And good and, food, and good food. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Mary from Amarillo. Thanks, appreciate Mary. the call. Were you ever considered the life of the party? I'm just curious. I don't I, ever, you know, I don't ever see you as the life of the party. <laughs> well, because yeah, you've you've known me. We've known each other what 15 years. So that's mm-hmm. what about a fourth of my life. So yeah, if if you go back, in fact, I was going to mention that on the show. If you go back to, I think when I was in my 20s, um, you know, I probably um, I, I would have. I don't know if it was attention seeking or what, but I just felt like I wanted to make people laugh or help people have a, a good time, a good clean, you know, clean good time. Mm-hmm. Maybe help uh, you know a party become a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, over the years, I've I, I came to love putting on parties, you know, Super Bowl parties or holiday parties or something like that. They're a lot of work, as you know, Debbie. I know you put mm-hmm. on many in your life. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, but when you're hosting a party, it's kind of hard to be the, the life of the party because you're usually, you know, busy fixing something, cooking something, moving mm-hmm. something, setting something up, making sure everybody's having a good time. So mm-hmm. I would love to ask this question of the Take Two family. It, when it, you got me thinking about when when we were uh, Marty and I were hosting parties and stuff. It uh, it always seemed fun at the beginning, and then towards the end, when there was you know alcohol or anything like that, um, even with just a couple drinks, or even if somebody hadn't eaten yet and they had a drink before they they started eating, it it just it, it started to get uh, sloppy, if you will. Like conversations got really messy, and they kind of crossed boundaries and. And then you try to spend the rest of the night kind of cleaning up the mess, uh, the verbal mess of, of somebody saying something and they shouldn't have said it. And and then, you know, usually there's always somebody in, at the party that says, OK, enough, enough with the alcohol. We're switching to coffee, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know. And so I don't know if I really 
I don't really enjoy them any, anymore. I have to be honest with you. I, I, I really just don't, maybe it's because at the point of, the, of where I'm at in my life, where I feel like the Lord is, you know, probably getting ready to call me home relatively soon. I just don't have the time for that anymore, but I love to have fun. So that's the interesting thing about it. I guess I just don't need the, the added, you know, um, refreshments to make it, make it all seem, you know, more pleasurable. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and that is something good for you. Take two family. What do you think of just really, we talked about this earlier in the show about parties in general. Um, I know uh, when I was younger, like I said, I was much more into them, not not drunkenness and sloppiness and all of that, but just getting together with right. family, with friends, you know, and things like that. They meant more to me and, and they're not unimportant to me now. Um, you know, the, the parish where I am in, in Daytona Beach, we're, we're going to go out as a staff and have our Christmas luncheon party. And, you know, there are all kinds of ways to still, you know, get together with people that you know and you love and make it a holy, wholesome, healthy kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, just your attitude, your approach to parties in general, if you want to share about that, maybe as you have gotten a little bit older, you know, they don't have quite the significance that they had before. Maybe you're a little bit more comfortable now turning down a party invitation, whereas before you thought, well, I can't, can't possibly offend these people by turning down their invitation, you know. So how do we feel about all of these things? Because this is real life, and it's what we talk about on this show. 833-288-3986. So you probably know this already, uh, Jerry, but I'll just share this for our new listeners. Um, Marty and I earlier um, uh, this year, very early this year, we decided to go completely alcohol free, completely. We don't drink any alcohol, not a stitch of it. Um, which is a little bit odd for me because I always felt like in my DNA was a little bit of red wine because my heritage was uh, Italian and is Italian. And, uh, but we don't drink at all. We have no alcohol. So we're, we're really kind of, when we get invited to parties, that's, they always say, well, what do you want to drink? And we say, do you have water? And they're like, really? Really? Water? And so, but we're still a lot of fun. It, I, I actually, I was actually thinking about this. I think people should open up mocktail places. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand they're becoming the, the, the rave, the real cool thing right now, especially in New York City. I, did you know that? Places that are fully no. alcohol free, and they're they're like bars that are all alcohol free. I did not know that. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, I saw it on I saw it on the news. I think that's fascinating. But because I just think you can really enjoy life, and you don't need to have to have, you know, the added stuff to help you enjoy life. That's just right. I mean, just my thought. But anyway, you don't have to do what what we're doing. But we really are loving life because we're enjoying every single minute and very um, conscious of every single minute, which is wonderful. And uh, we love that. So yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to add that we're still the life of the party. Well, we think we are. <laughs> well, there's so many things that you can focus on that are healthy and wholesome, and like I said, holy. And you know, talk about God. Talk about your faith. You know, um, when you want to yeah. when you talk about being the quote-unquote life of the party doesn't have to be um you know sloppy drunken debauchery you know it can be very uh wholesome and you know edifying you know you can leave the party just feeling like wow you know i'm closer to god because i was there Mm -hmm. those are Mm -hmm. those are pretty cool experiences that we can have so love to have you join us rita marie we'll get to your call and we have uh, steve coming up in, in a minute and a couple of open phone lines here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie as we talk about the life of the party. Do you know somebody who is? Maybe that's you. Your attitude toward parties in general. 
Um, do you love throwing parties? Do you do you do you love this time of year when it comes around? Because you know that you're going to get to see a lot of people that you love and cherish and haven't seen for quite a while. Share any thoughts along these lines, any perspective you'd like to bring. 833-288-3986. Stay with us. It's always lively conversation here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, and we've said it all along, eight and a half years, it's your show, and we love welcoming you onto the broadcast by phone, by email, by social media chat, by website comments at take2show.com. We're going to go right back to your calls in a minute, but I want to tell you that our friends at Siouxland Catholic Radio in Iowa, they need to hear from you if you live in that listening area because they're airing their Advent Pledge Drive next Tuesday through Thursday. So if you're listening in Sioux City, Storm Lake, or really anywhere you happen to be listening, support your local EWTN Catholic radio station. And as the end of the year approaches, please consider sneaking a little check in between all of those to EWTN because uh, EWTN does provide the programming free of charge. So there's no no money that exchanges hands between the stations and EWTN, but we still have to be able to put the programming on there. So support Siouxland Catholic Radio next week and your local station anytime they come to you on the air with their pledge drive. Okay, so real quickly, um, I don't know how this is turning into a drinking show, but um, we, we'll, we'll go with you guys because we, we love you so very much. So Ace McKay, our producer, introduced this angle about the um, what it costs to put a, a big holiday gathering together or even in just a, a weekend event where you have uh, couples over or friends over. You know, it's very, it can get very expensive. People can drop, you know, $200, $400, I mean, it's a lot to, to entertain. And and maybe that's a reason um, um, not to do it sometimes and, and get together. I mean, Marty and I, are we're fine just getting together with one other couple or something like that. We don't have to have the big gatherings anymore because they are very expensive. And then one other thing real quickly before we go to Rita Marie uh, in Highland, California. Uh, Mary Beth just sent this in. She, she was uh, listening real quickly, Mary Beth from Long Island, and she said, did I miss something? Because I, I think um, maybe I... I, I didn't explain myself correctly. I, the older I get, I just celebrated a birthday. I turned 58 and I've had a lot of health issues. Anyway, you just always think that at any moment God can call you home. So no, I didn't get any terminal diagnosis yet or anything like that. So, um, I, I don't expect to leave this earth, but if God calls me home, I want to be ready. So that's, I'm just living in the moment. That's all I'm doing. And just uh, like my brother says, get in a state of grace, stay in a state of grace. And that's what I'm trying to do. So, Jerry, we'll move to California. Rita Marie, Highland, California on Sirius XM 130. Hello, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Love you both, as always. Oh, and happy you. belated birthday, my friend. Thank you. Thank I you. love you both so much. Okay, so let me just uh, tell you a little bit about the life of my party, our parties, whatever parties we had. And they were mostly, fam- mostly family reunions here at... Uh, at my house, and Thanksgiving was the best. It was my husband, Manny, and known to most of the musicians as Piro, P-I-R-O. That was his name. Everybody knew him from growing up. But the thing that he that was so special about him was that here's this six-foot-two guy, big. He wasn't jumping around making everybody laugh, trying to get laughs. He just did it. They poked fun at him, and he wouldn't poke fun at, back at you. 
But when it came time to sit down, we, he, you give him a guitar, oh, my gosh, you better <laughs> you better hold on. <laughs> because he would do, he'd say, you want to hear a little ditty? Well, here goes. <laughs> and then he would pick people, and he would start singing songs about them. And they were so cute, and they were so funny. I mean, the kids loved it. It was just, I mean, it's just memorable. So to this day, he's passed, you know, two years ago, but we still laugh at the stuff that he would come up with. People have recorded him, you know, and just just because he was the life of the party, you know. And um, he said, I, when we got together, this was for our second marriage, um, he know he knew that I didn't drink, and he just quit. And I oh. did not ever ask him not to, but he just quit. And he mm. so when people come to the house, there was no alcohol. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, people aren't going to be coming anymore. Are you kidding me? It was nobody even missed the alcohol. Right. It, it right. was just so much fun, you know. And mm-hmm. he became a Eucharistic minister. God just blessed us both so much. And um, I just thought, oh, my gosh, you know, this guy, his humor, his laughter, and what he brought to people, just just even our employees just loved him so much because of the, the joy, and he, he would just Aww. make fun of everybody. <laughs> they didn't care. They wouldn't be so fun at him, you know? Wow. But his thing was, you know, he'd sit there with his, with his guitar, and, you know, his grandkids would bring the guitar and says, okay, you know, Grandpa, going to do a song? Want to hear it, did he? Here it goes. <laughs> it just starts making fun of everybody. Oh, so wonderful. And, you know, those are things you can't ever get mm-hmm. back, but mm-hmm. good good memories. Well, thank God you have a lot of that recorded, Rita Marie. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, you have really, I think, nailed this topic today, you know, because uh, a lot of it up until now has been sort of like, you know, how people act when they've had a little bit to drink or something, and they're they're joking, and they're sort of putting lampshades on their heads and stuff, but there's so much more to this idea of being the life of the party. Some people are just really gifted in that way, and I think you implied that, you know, Manny was not, he wasn't looking for, you know, attention or for people to pat him on the back or say, gee, you're great, but he just wanted to elevate the spirits of everybody else who mm-hmm. was there. And like you said, even when, you know, he said, you know, we're going to have parties, there's no alcohol, uh, nobody might show, might show up. People kept showing up because he just had that beautiful gift from God, Debbie, I think, to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. to enliven the spirits and lift mm-hmm. other people's hearts. I totally agree. I love your call, Rita Marie, because I think as we're going into, and by the way, you said, you, Rita Marie, you said such nice things about Jerry and, and I, and, and I just want to say that. We love you. We love you so very much. Your heart just poured through in, when you first uh, greeted us, and you're just such a sweetheart. Thank you so much. So we love you back. Okay, but what you said is so important because we go to these places and we think we have to have something uh, externally to to make us feel better, or to watch something, or to drink something, or to eat something, or to you know have a certain mood or atmosphere. We don't have to do that when we know that the joy and the laughter and the beauty of it in a very wholesome, healthy way comes from the inside out. And I think that when you, when you know, um, when you feel comfortable with yourself, when you know the truth, when you have, I believe this is my personal opinion, when you have a love uh, for God and you really know the end of the story, um, and you're trying to get close to God, 
you can have a ton of laughter. I mean, I'm as you were talking, Rita Marie, I was thinking of people in Catholic ministry. There's not a stitch of alcohol in them at all or any type of drugs, anything. And they are hilarious. I mean, they get me laughing so hard. One of them is my co-host, Jerry Usher. He is so funny. And in and Ace McKay, our producer, he's hilarious. Um, Dave Vacherez from, from Annunciation Radio, that guy has gotten me kicked out of so many studios because I fall off the chair laughing so hard and there's no alcohol. So I agree with you. I think we need more of that. And I love how you said people kept coming and had a, had a, had a beautiful time time at, at the at the events. Thank you so much. We needed your call today. You're welcome. God bless you guys. Love you so much again. God bless we you. We love you too. Have a beautiful Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and uh, Christmas coming up. If we don't uh, hear from you before then, Rita Marie, thank you. That will free up a line, 833-288-3986, talking about holiday gatherings, parties, the life of the party. And if you have any uh, angle you'd like to present on this topic, feel free to join us like Chris has done. Chris is a first-time caller in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, listening on the EWTN app. Hi, Chris. Hi there. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Good. I just wanted to mention um, my, my husband's parents are from Ireland, and um, although some Irish can have a reputation for enjoying a cocktail or two, they took a vow um, at their confirmation to be pioneers, which, as they described it to me, meant that they would never, ever taste alcohol in their lives. Um, And they were so much fun. We do a lot of family parties, and sometimes it's a big formal party, like a Thanksgiving or Christmas or birthday. And um, sometimes it could be, you know, stop over and wait, I don't have anything on, and we pull out toast and jam and tea, and it, it's just as much fun. And for them to be the life of the party wasn't, they weren't hysterically funny, although they could be. Um, but I think for them, they made everyone around them feel welcome mm-hmm. and special. Yeah. And they were such wonderful examples for my children um, as to how to have a good time. And you, you don't need alcohol. You don't really need anything except maybe a pot of tea and Mm -hmm. and someone else. Mm -hmm. And I just love them so much for the gift they gave to me and the gift they gave to my children. Chris, you're speaking about them in a bit of a past tense. Are they still with us? No, we lost my mother-in-law about seven years ago, and we just lost my father-in-law a couple months ago. And he was super close to my my three boys. Um, He was just amazing and 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 to me you know he's been um i've been friends with my husband since i was you know a Mm -hmm. youngster teenager so he's been an incredible dad to me my whole life and he's just a wonderful wonderful man and Mm -hmm. made everybody around him feel just absolutely special chris can you give us their first names i brought the prayer book out for all our callers today because we 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 kind of got deep today which is really beautiful can you give us their first names Yes, George and Barbara. George and Barbara. I love it. And I love how they just, they, they made, that's what, that's what Marty and I did. We made this agreement together. There was no reason we didn't have a, an alcohol uh, dependency or anything like that. We just made the decision to, to do that. And I tell you what, we have felt so free and we are so in touch with our feelings and, and just, 
really enjoying life. It's, it's, it's amazing how when you tune into life and become aware in the present moment, you can have those, 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 um, a deeper blessings that, that kind of rise up in an, in an encounter. And it sounds like with your in-laws, they, they produced that with everybody who, who was around them. So, and, and had an impact on your family. I love that. Anything else? They sure did. I just, just taught myself and my children and, and, you know, my husband that you can have a party anytime and fun can be just being together and, yeah. You know, you can pull out a board game or you can sing a song or you can tell a silly knock-knock joke or, you know, my mother-in-law was wonderful. You, you, she'd stop by and you'd feel bad that you don't have anything and she'd say, do you have a cracker? Do you have some jam? Then it's a party. <laughs> and it would be great. We'd have a great time together. So I'm, I'm so very blessed and grateful that um, I got to have them in my life and in mm-hmm. the lives of my boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are, Chris. <clears throat> Your whole family is blessed because of them. And I know that they receive many blessings uh, in this life. And, of course, God willing, in the next, George and Barbara will be praying for them and add you and your entire family into our prayer book as well. Um, Chris, thanks for being a first-time caller today. Yes. We appreciate the Call fact us that again. this mm-hmm. topic resonated with you today. And that was just another great, uh, beautiful contribution to our discussion mm-hmm. today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie at 833 288 three nine eight six that is the number to call if you'd like to get that open phone line and i've 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 told this story before but we always have new listeners each and every time we do this show but jerry and i were out we were at a a radio event i believe i think it was tennessee if i'm not if i'm not mistaken you you'll have to correct me jerry we were at a restaurant you know where i'm going with this and it was the first time that i i got you hooked on bitmojis remember and mm-hmm. we were at, it was a pizza place. There was no alcohol there. I'll never forget this as long as I live. And Jerry and I were laughing so hard at this restaurant that we were having that double and triple laugh, you know, the follow-up laugh that you just could not stop laughing. Do you remember what happened, mm-hmm. Jerry, when the manager came over? The manager came over. We thought we were going to get kicked out. And he said, he said, what's so funny? I want to know what's so funny. <laughs> He wanted in on the mm. laughter because we were just we were just having a, just hilarious time creating these emojis on the on the phone, and we just thought it was hysterical. No alcohol, but you had great fun, and people were gravitating towards it. Other people in the restaurant, and so I, that kind of goes in line with with what uh, Chris was sharing about her in laws. Right? You mm, know, you can yeah. just have a party by gathering and sharing some joy. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to hear more of your thoughts on this topic today about parties, the life of the party, and so forth. Allison, holding patiently in Boston, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hello, Allison. Thank you for joining us. Hey. How you guys doing? Hi. Good. good. Hi, you? Allison. Hi. I'm just calling in. I've been listening for the past half hour on my lunch break, and um, I kind of thought to myself, it's realized um, over the past few years, I had a best friend for the past 25 years here in Boston, and her and her family are very, very religious Catholic, um, and they have four children. And we noticed that over the past 10 years, and they must have made a commitment to each other, I'm assuming, but we've noticed that it's actually affected our friendship. We don't see them anymore. So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of this also impacts friendships. So if, if certain couples, like we feel like they don't even want to hang out with us anymore. So there's a negative aspect to this, too because I don't even see my best friend anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that out there, too, with us. And 
I don't, I don't know how to approach her about it um, because, you know, she lives in the same town as me. Um, but it's really, really affected our friendship. We don't even see each other anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question a- is, how do you deal with that, sure. you know? Sure. Can I ask a quick question? If I, I don't want to try to be too intrusive about this, but um, was there alcohol before when it sounds like is she, um, her husband, they decided to give up alcohol and then they kind of changed, you know, when they go out and who they engage with. It was there alcohol before that. Yep, there was. Okay. So her mother is a her mother's an alcoholic as well. Her parents, I don't know if his parents are, but, you know, we've been best friends since 16 years old. Um, I'm the godmother of her daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that maybe seven to 10 years ago, they decided to really quit drinking and we just don't see them anymore. Um, sure. they're, I, I don't know if they're afraid to hang out with us, <laughs> but it, it's, um, I don't know how to approach it. Um, well, actually, the way you just approached it right now, I think is beautiful. It's coming from the heart. You miss her. You want it. You want to hang out with her again. You want to be friends with her again. You were so close. You want to continue that friendship. I would share that with her. I would just say, "Hey, you know, if it make you know, is there anything you can share with me? Does it make you uncomfortable to be around alcohol? Do you feel like you want to stay away from it because it's it's too tempting, or you know, you don't want to you don't want to fall into that um, habit again, or something of that nature? Because we can do whatever you want. We can go to the the zoo and walk around the zoo and and look at the animals, but I want to spend time with you. And it's about time spent with your friend, not the alcohol. Alcohol, um, when it's in moderation, as we all know, can can actually make um, um, gatherings very pleasurable. But when it goes overboard, it becomes a problem. And I mean, it's that it's just it's moderation, right? All things in moderation. And the Bible talks about that all sorts of things um, remind us of that. So I would just I would just ask her, you know, please, you know, can we do you still want to spend time with me? And we'll create whatever atmosphere you need to make that comfortable. Is that something you could do, Allison? Because I don't want you, I don't want you to lose your yeah. relationship with her. Right. Do you think it's like too intrusive to ask the question about the alcohol itself? I would say that I would. I, what I would say is, would you like to spend time with me? And if she says yes, say, how do you want that to look? Because I want you mm-hmm. to be the most comfortable. Right. How, you know, and then uh, obviously she'll bring up the alcohol because I, I will tell you when we, when we, Marty and I decided to, to, to fully go away from alcohol, we had a lot of friends. They, they would say to us, are you okay with going to this restaurant that has a big, a big bar with wine and everything? I said, we said, yeah, we just, we just don't drink. Is that okay? And they said, yeah, it's okay. And then everything was fine. Or other times we say, let's just go for coffee. And it was fine. So it, we ended up bringing, bringing it up before they brought it up. And so it was, it worked out, but I would approach it from a time aspect that time is ticking and we don't know when the good Lord's going to call us home. And this is your friend and you want to spend time with her. Thank you. That, you know, definitely I'm going to have to approach it that way because she's not bringing it up at all. Um, we just really just, you know, text each other on a tie and that's about it. And we live in the same town. We have kids in the same grade. Um, Mm. but I, I think she's definitely avoiding it. Sure. 
Yeah. Well, appro- approach it prayerfully, Allison, as, 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 as I know you will. And uh, Debbie is, and, and both of us really are always big on guardian angels. You know, your guardian angel can go before you to her guardian angel and make amazing things happen. Open roads and open hearts that may not otherwise be as open as you would like them to be. So we'll be praying for that, Allison. And, and, and we know that you'll approach that in the right way. This it would be great for you to continue to have that beautiful, long-standing friendship with her. So I agree. I think Thank you're going to you, get back yeah. with her, Allison. I have a good feeling. We put you in the prayer book. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. God bless you. Hey, tune in for Cresta in the afternoon. Al Cresta, Monday through Friday, 4 Eastern Time, right here on EWTN Radio. Al and his guests talk about today's news and the things that matter most, and they are always on top of those things that matter most. So it's Cresta in the afternoon, Monday through Fridays, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on many of these same EWTN radio stations. Steve in uh, Odessa, Texas, on Guadalupe Radio Network, is up next. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. Um, my thought today was, you know, our Lord is a fisherman. Or was a you know, f- fisherman. He hung around us, these rugged uh, individuals. I was over in the Holy Land, and I got to see some of the examples of the stuff they were working with, and it put me in the mind of being a contractor. I'm a contractor, and I hang a lot of, around a lot of contractors, and you know, you hear a lot of distasteful jokes now and again, but it's pretty much a rugged atmosphere. And you know, in terms of life of the party, I I was presented with a, a book years ago. I, I hardly remember the name, but it might have been a Protestant written book. But it was it proposed the question, you know, did Jesus have a sense of humor? You know, and it kind of it kind of got into the idea that, you know, it, you know, he was appealing, and they spent a lot of time together. Um, you know, out doing their doing their job and um, and put alcohol aside. I think I think it's a probably a pretty good. Uh, I got a probably pretty good idea that you know they were they were all the life of the party. You know, they had to entertain each other out there. And and uh, and uh, you know, I heard someone say, "Well, I, I people think it's strange when I show up to a party and I ask for water." Well. You don't have sugar or caffeine. That sounds great, but that doesn't seem like if I didn't know this person, it doesn't seem like the rest of this conversation is going to go great because they're starting to talk like uh, me, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. No, well, I mean, I'm glad you brought Jesus into this because, mm-hmm. um, you know, the shortest verse in the Bible, they didn't have, you know, chapter and verse back then, but now it's John 11:35, two words, Jesus wept. And I always like to say he was a man like us in all things but sin. So if he wept, he certainly laughed. And uh, Debbie, I, you'll remember, I, I say this on the show a lot, you know, all of the travels that Jesus had going from, you know, village to village, town to town, uh, all, all the places that they went, they had a lot of time together and a lot of time to be talking and sharing life experiences and probably kidding around with each other and joking mm-hmm. and laughing. You have to, I, anyway, that's my take on it. You have to believe that. And, you know, it just shows that, you know, there was something obviously very, very, that, that drew people to Jesus. It was, of course, mm-hmm. that he was God and he was holy. But you think about, you know, you don't need um, anything other than really being a genuine person, I believe, a genuine person, somebody who loves God and somebody who loves other people and wants to mm-hmm. help elevate them. And right. people are going to be attracted to that. Well, and I think of Padre Pio, Steve and and, and Jerry, um, 
a lot of people, you know, Padre Pio had what, 10, 11, 12, 13 uh, spiritual gifts. He was so highly advanced spiritually. And a lot of people thought, you know, from the outside reading his story, you know, wow, he must have been a stick in the mud, you know, not really very fun to be around. He had an extremely quick, uh, quick wit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the humor is there. And I, I don't think he had to have it you know, uh, alcohol infused or anything like that. I'm not saying anything against alcohol. Okay. There's nothing against that. You got, you got the wedding feast of Cana. Okay. We, we, we know of, of everything in moderation being something that can be beneficial, even medicinally beneficial. Okay. All right. We got that. But I do think that having a, a really wholesome, healthy sense of humor without it hurting can be quite pleasurable. And God wants us to enjoy life. What do you say, Steve? I think that that's absolutely right. One of the uh, most appealing presents was a very spiritual priest, a lovely man, and uh, one of his great gifts, and I do think it was a spiritual gift, was his his, uh, his levity, his, his humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he could just get, uh, you know, he would walk into the church, he would walk into the church, he'd say, all the sinners on this side and all the saints on this side, you know, <laughs> I see it again, you know, and he would joke about how his lo- arms got longer for for reaching into folks' pot. I mean, just, just, we just laugh at his career uh, in terms of all these, all these sense of humors. And I, I want to write them all down, but uh, just to be loved, but an absolute saintly type person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, they're, they're so similar in the way, you know, the appeal, the, the thing that you want to be, uh, that draws people to you is the same thing. And then you can capture that person, uh, you know, like Monsignor, like Monsignor had, but I would caution not to be the death in the party and say, you know, I don't such and such, and I don't, I don't such and such. You know, I don't, I hardly even drink caffeine. You know, which is, you know, uh, commendable. But, but you know, you want to be that, you want to be that humorous life of the party. You want to draw people to you in in a, in a proper way. Like, yeah. you know, you, you know, there's so many, so many jokes that are hurt people's feelings right off the bat. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm right, talking yeah. about a real good way. So yeah. I thank you guys for taking my call. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate that. Uh, Rose in Cleveland says sober parties are a blessing. Esperanza in Flowery Branch, Georgia. Wine gives joy, but you don't have to get drunk. That's true. So I uh, wish we could have gotten to you, Rose, and Esperanza, but you hear the music. Ace McKay does not let us go over time, Debbie. <laughs> he is he's right there, perfectly on cue. So tomorrow we're going to be talking about your Thanksgiving plans. you got to tell us them because we're interested because we are the Take-Two family. Until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. We ask St. Joseph, please pray for us. <laughs>